Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. <laughs> Welcome everyone. Welcome everyone to True Free Love Ministries. Thank you for joining us. We are always so grateful to see you here on the third Saturday of the month. I am Apostle True and with me is Prophet is Free. I am from True Free Love Ministries. Prophet is Free is from God's Love Song Ministry. Man, thank you. Oh my Lord. gosh, and we're so excited. So we're going to get started today. All right. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Father God, on today. We thank you, Father God, for Good Friday. We thank you, Father God, for preparation, Father God, for Passover. We thank you, Father God, for the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for the spirit of the living God that dwells in us. We thank you, Father God, that you have gone before us, making the crooked places straight and perfecting those things that concern us. We thank you that every heart and mind, Father God, is prepared to receive your word, your revelation, and your understanding, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that they are ready to receive what you have for them. We, Father God, thank you for the expansion, for the enlargement of their territory, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the cloud of glory that is entering into each household, every car, every restaurant, wherever they are listening, Father God, we thank you that the cloud of glory is present. We thank you, Father God, that you, Father God, are rearranging, that you are restructing, that you are reviving, Father God, hearts and minds in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. And as you do this thing, Father God, that they will be a witness unto you, that they would, Father God, begin to, Father God, mount up on wings in the name of Jesus, that they will not grow tired or weary or faint, Father God, in doing well, but they would declare in the name of Jesus all that you have done for them and everything, every word that proceedeth out of our mouth today, Father God, let it bring glory and honor to you. Let it be, Father God, with the anointing and power, Father God from on high in the name of Jesus, and we just thank you for it. We bless each and every one under the sound of our voice. We bless, Father God, those who will hear it live and those who will hear it on the replay. We thank you, Father God, for establishing your truth and establishing, establishing the word of God that we may declare it in its fullness. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Welcome once again. Um, set yourselves to be in agreement with the word of God. D not, not your mind, right? We know the Bible says that the natural mind does not comprehend, does not understand, does not receive the things of God because they are spiritually discerned. Right. So we have to operate from our spirits. And if we just set ourselves, set our Lord, I set myself to be in agreement with your word, whether my natural mind comprehends it or not. What happens is now the word that Jesus says is spirit and is life comes straight into your spirit, okay, and is ministered to you by the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of truth. You can't go wrong. You can't mm -hmm. go wrong. When you set yourself to be in agreement with the word of God, God will minister the truth of that word to you. And if you choose to, you will know the truth and that truth will make you free. Amen. Amen. Okay. 
All right, so in the name of Jesus, I'm just declaring over you that you have hearing ears today and you have receptive hearts in the name of Jesus and that you are hearing this word like you're hearing it for the first time. You've let go of all preconceived notions. You've let go of all um, previous knowings, even if the things that you knew were right or mm -hmm. are right. God wants to take you deeper. He wants to give you more. So I'm just speaking. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm casting down the spirit of familiarity in Jesus' Amen. name. And I Amen. say you have no place here in Jesus' name. And I am speaking hearing ears, receptive hearts, open to receive a fresh rhema from the Lord today in Jesus' name. In Hallelujah. Jesus name. And Hallelujah. then here we go. Receive, receive, receive. It's all yours for the taking. Amen. 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 And I, all right. So today we are going to continue with what we started last month the real of receiving. Amen. Why is this called the real of receiving? Because we got to hear from some very brave, some very generous, some very loving people who shared with you the real of what they're going through where receiving is concerned. They've given us a peek into their challenges. They've given us a peek into their victories. They've given us a peek into the revelations they've received where receiving is concerned. And we're going to get to hear from them some more today. So let me give us a very special thank you to Discipleship Way. And if you are have anything to do with Discipleship Way, you know that what? We are achieving victory in everyday life and influencing others to do the same. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to give a very special thank you to Sister Shalom Schatz, a very special thank you to Sister Charmaine Katan, and a very special thank you to Brother Evans Akenya. They have shared with us and will continue to do so. So um, I'm, I'm very excited. And if you watched last month or if you've watched the replay or as you're watching today if you find that hey you know i would really like to get into some discussions like that i really want to partake um of that well guess what you can i am very excited to share with you the opportunity to join us for a taste and see session of discipleship way brand new the lord just opened this up to me and now i'm opening it up to you praise the lord we're calling it a taste and see session of discipleship way and these sessions will be held every week after the eternity chat so the eternity chat is held on the third saturday of the month well that next week we will have our taste and see sessions if you are part of the america america chapter those sessions, or if you would like to be or visit the um, America chapter, the sessions are held on Friday nights or Friday evenings, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay. And if you would like to partake of the Kenya chapter, that's on Wednesdays at 4.30 p.m. East African time. Do you have to be in Kenya? to be a part of the Kenya chapter? No, you don't. <laughs> That's just the time zone, East Africa time. And we, yes. the predominant language is English. Um, we don't typically um, speak in Swahili, but we do have someone there who is able to um, translate if the need arises. So come one, come all join us for our taste and see sessions of Discipleship Way 
Friday evenings for the America chapter, Wednesday evenings for the Kenya chapter. Go to our website at discipleshipway.org slash taste dash and dash C. All right, so I hope you've gotten to write that down. Discipleshipway.org slash taste dash and dash C. These sessions are being offered at no cost to you except the cost of showing up, being all present, and implementing what you receive. Amen. So um, you can go to the website, that page, and there you will be able to submit your information and we will send you the link so that you can join us for our Taste and See session. And this mm -hmm. is, however, only for people who have attended the Eternity Chat the week before or have watched the replay by the time the session arrives. Okay. All right. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Look how God is expanding the territory. Isn't <laughs> he doing it? Praise the Lord. Oh, yes. Then Lord, we thank you. So um, last month, again, we were talking about the real of receiving. Mm. And we went back to the beginning because we need to remember that the end game of salvation is not getting from God. I'm not getting saved just so God can become my sugar daddy. Okay. Right. The end game of salvation is not getting things from God. The end game of salvation is relationship, Amen. getting to know him, right? That's our verse, John 17, three, where Jesus says, and this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. And here's Amen. the thing, when we get to know him, and we get to know his heart, then we know that his heart is to give to us. For God so loved the world that he gave. The very core of loving is giving. Study the word love out in Hebrew. You'll find that the root word yes. is give. God so loved the world that he gave. It is God's heart to give to us. And therefore, it is his pleasure for us to receive. All right. Amen. So, and this is so wonderful that we're talking about this and it's very special to me this weekend because tomorrow is resurrection day. And we focus on the awesome sacrifice that Jesus gave. He sacrificed his life. God loved us so much and he washed away my sins and I get to go to heaven and he blessed me. That is so great. But do you know what God is speaking to me in this season? It would also be great if we focused on how well we receive all that he gave. If we receive everything that Jesus' sacrifice afforded us. God loved us so much that he gave. Can we love him so much that we receive Amen. all that he gave? And that's why we say in Discipleship Way and um, a lot in God's Love Song Ministries, the, actually our agenda. But God's Love Song Ministries agenda for 2022 is receiving on the same level that God desires to bless. God didn't give his only begotten son so we could just get into heaven. God didn't give his only begotten son so we could just have enough to meet our needs. God didn't just, God didn't give his son so we can just live from miracle to miracle. No, God gave his son so we can have abundant 
life so we can have the God quality of life. And he wants us to live life on that level. Lord, we receive on the same level that you desire to bless. Hallelujah. And so last month we discussed some challenges of receiving. And um, one of the challenges we discussed were old belief systems. Brother Evan shared with us the old belief system of I have to suffer to serve Jesus. Mm. Oh, it's an honor to be sick. It's an mm. honor to be broke. It's an honor to be in pain. It's an honor to go through because I'm suffering for Jesus. And he says that is a prominent teaching in Kenya and in other places, but specifically in Kenya. It's an old belief system. And when we believe, when people believe that they have, well, I'll say it, when we believe that we have to suffer in order to please God, that goes directly against his word. Absolutely. And, and if we believe that we have to suffer, how can we receive the blessing? How can we receive the deliverance from the suffering if we believe we have to suffer? So it's an old mindset. Um, an old belief system. And Sister Shalom shared the old belief system that she grew up with that you have to endure. You have to, and it goes along with suffering. You have to go through this trial, go through this trial, go through this trial, and come out of it still standing in order to prove to God that you're a Christian. And the implication is that while you're going through this suffering and going through this and you're enduring and enduring and enduring, you're enduring on your own. You're doing it of your own strength. You're making your own way to prove to God that you are good enough to get into his heaven. These are two specific um, belief systems that we, um, that we discussed and that Brother Evans and Sister Shalom shared with us. And then we discussed the need for new wineskins. If we have these old belief systems, what's it going to take to flush those out so we can receive what God is trying to teach us, what God wants us to know. And the thing is, we can't just put in the new belief on top of the old belief and expect it to work. We see a story happen. of this. No, no, no. We see a story of this in Luke chapter five. And I apologize, my Bible is already open to Luke chapter five. So we'll wait for Apostle True to turn to Luke chapter five to give you all time to turn there. All right. Okay. Okay, and Apostle True, if you could read verses 37 through 39, please. <clears throat> okay, I am reading from the Amplified Version, or would you like me to read from the New King James Version? Um, the New King James, please. <laughs> okay, Luke 5. Verse 37 says, and no one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine will burst the wineskins and be spilled and the wineskins will be ruined. But new wine must be put into new wineskins and both are preserved and no one having drunk old wine immediately desires new for he says the old is better. So if we've got these old belief systems, now ministers hear this, leaders use anybody ministering, to, witnessing to people hear this. So hear it as a receiver and hear it as one who ministers. You got these old mindsets going on. You can't just come pour the new in and expect it to work. Okay. Verse 39, no man 
also having drunk old wine straightway or immediately desires the new. For he saith, the old is better. My old way of thinking is better. My old way of surviving is better. My old way of providing for myself is better. My mm. old way of getting high is better. My old way mm -hmm. of shopping my way out of depression is better. My old way of eating anything and everything I want is better. My way of coping is better. <laughs> is mm -hmm. better. That's what it all is, right? My mm -hmm. way. And Jesus says, but I am the way. I'm the No, thank you, Jesus. But my way is better. I've tried this. Look, I tried it and I know it and, and, and it's just better. Mm -hmm. Why is it better? Because that's what they know. That's what they've become accustomed to. That's what they become comfortable with. And, and it temporarily even, works. It, yes, yes. It temporarily works. And even if it feels, um, even if they know that it's bringing long-term pain or long-term harm. It's or monetary relief right right so I'm, I'm just gonna stick with this because i don't want to change i don't want to try something new i don't want to so nobody straightway says it's better so what do we do let them taste hence the taste and see sessions let them taste and see that the lord is good how do we let them taste and see by living the life before them by following the leading of the Holy Spirit and speaking what Holy Spirit gives you to say. You make a very poor Holy Spirit. But if you listen to Holy Spirit, let him tell you, he'll, he'll give you and, and then let him minister it to them. But the thing is, we can't just pour the new in with the old. The wineskin will burst. The wine will spill. Okay. So now if we're on the side of the tasting, Right. And we're just tasting a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, um, or we're tasting time and time again, then we might, or we, I'm, this is my prayer for the body of Christ um, and even for unbelievers. But my prayer is that we continue to taste to the point where we get to see that the Lord is good. My, my, my prayer is that we taste until we acquire a taste for the new wine until we desire a taste for the new wine, until, the, until we require the taste of the new wine. In other words, that we come into alignment with what God has and we receive what he has for us. Um, I would like to take this time to share some reflections by Sister Shalom about tasting and the new wine. So hold one moment and we will get that up for you. And it's wonderful to realize that God is asking us to taste. He's mm -hmm. asking us to step in. Um, a few months ago, I used the analogy about the, being on the beach and stepping into the water where the water rises to your feet. But as you continue to move into the water, the water level begins to rise and as you begin to take that step just keep moving forward you begin to get saturated and this is what god is asking us to do we understand that we're used to the old things god understands that but he's saying i have something new for you take the courage take the first step taste and see that it's good i guarantee it 
that you, I guarantee you, you will love this new wine or this new you. Amen. And you know, uh, Apostle True, that example that you just gave about stepping into the water, stepping into the beach, um, or even, and I'm going to bring it back to a swimming pool because that's what I know. Um, when you step in the water, it might be cold at first, mm -hmm. but as you just stand in there, you get acclimated to the temperature. Absolutely. And then you go in a little deeper and you go in a little deeper and you aren't shocked by the cold because. Absolutely. Amen. Right. And just to um, bring into a different perspective about uh, even the bottles, the wine skin, because it's not just the wine, right? It's just not the, the new that God wants to bring. They also talk about the wine skin. He says that the wine skins will be ruined. You, you cannot continue to walk in um, this old way of living. Um, it's called, uh, it, it's almost like um, using a dirty bottle, right? Or a, a dirty jar, something that has been used already. And then you try to fill it with fresh water or fresh milk or anything other than what was in there. What happens is everything, every bit of particle, everything that was in that bottle begins to rise to the top. And what happens is it ruins that which is new, the new water, the new wine, the new substance, because now they have become integrated. And the bottle is of no use. You really have to renew your mind and your heart. And one of the things that a lot of a lot a lot of times that we don't recognize, our mind and heart are one. You, your mind is really here. It's not here. It starts here. It starts here because the issues of life flow from the heart. Amen. So you are going to have to, that wineskin, that, that new, you're going to have to renew your heart. You're going to have to remove that stony heart and make it flesh. Okay. Are we ready now? Mm-hmm. All right. You had said that something you got out of the eternity chat that you hadn't heard in that particular way was about the, the wine and the tasting. Would you like to share something about that? Well, I've actually been in a country that has a new wine time of year, um, Austria. And um, they have a season that they bring out the new wine. And I had it and um, it tasted different, but I had it a couple of times and I got to the point where I kind of liked it. And I think, you know, the things that are new, you know, I'm quick to say, no, I don't want to do that. Where if I just kind of like taste it, you know, when I went to camp in the summer, we had this thing, I had to have a no thank you portion. And you had to eat it. I mean, it wasn't like a no thank you and then you didn't eat it. You had to eat it. Usually it took like two spoons or two forks. And 
you know, we learned that it was better on the second taste. And you can extrapolate from that, you know, that it would be better on the next taste, and the next taste. And, and there's a part of me also that had a real heavy hand on the fact that you must be able to do this all at once the first time, you know, and that it wasn't okay to, to taste. It had to be, you had to suck it down. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it never was really pleasant that way. You know, tasting, the idea of tasting it, seeing what I like of it. And from something else is, you know, take what you want and leave the rest. Well, that doesn't mean you can't come back to it. It just means for that point, at that point, take what you want. And let it marinate kind of deal. When you're ready, come back for the next part. So that it's, it is something that's at your own pace, your own, uh, you know, and time to have it become clear and, you know, become friends with it. That's, that's like the new wine. Oh. Thank you for sharing that. I hadn't heard it explained that way and in so many different um, scenarios. So what, from what you've gathered or how you related to that, um, you said that this is the first time you've heard it that way, referring to the new wine, things in the spirit, that kind of thing. How will you apply it to your spiritual walk? Well, I think, you know, Everybody says, and the Bible says it all over the place, God loves you. <laughs> okay. And that's the way I was with it. You know? Okay, that's nice. But to apply it to me, God loves me, you know, just as I am. And there may be many people or no people that love me just as I am. Um, so I just... No, I just had a resistance to it because I had a resistance that I, I'm not saying had like I don't have it now, but it is less resistance now to God actually that he loves me because I've seen examples. I mean, you know, Charmaine, God loves her because her DHL guy came right at the right time, at the right place. You know, and it was just, it wasn't like a whole big rigmarole. She said, God, if you can work this out, you know, that he'd come at the right time in between my meetings. I mean, it was just a simple, I won't say off the cuff, but a simple statement, and it happened. Well, that's because God loves her, and God loves me. And there, there are things like that. That happened for me. I just need to be more aware so I can receive in that way. And, you know, I, I am aware of it more. When I'm driving, I'm a lot more aware of it. I'm aware of it when I park, that I get a nice spot. I'm aware of it um, with people that I'm 
meeting and doing this young living process i'm 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 looking at trying to be conscious of it at the time not wait a few days you know but even if i don't catch it whenever i catch it if i stop then and just thank god or thank jesus or you know just thank you god that's that's okay amen shalom that's such a blessing that's such a blessing <laughs> the pressure to to know it now at complete I mean, it makes me always fail if that's my expectation. So, you know, when I'm angry, I've learned to say, when I recognize it, I've learned to say, I let it go. I forgive. I don't do that. I didn't do that in the beginning, and the anger would just stay. But when I, like, let it go, then you know progress could be made and the Amen. other thing is is if i don't let it go then i need to take a look at it for real not just try to deep six it deep six meaning to bury it yes a couple of things i want to say about that with the most recent that's right when you realize the anger and you release it i forgive i let it go another thing that, that you said it, it makes room for progress to be made and it also increases room inside of you to receive from god period and to receive on the same level that he desires to bless so that's so wonderful um the other thing you gave an example about um charmaine and the delivery guy being right where he needed to be at the right time, because God, uh, Charmaine had said, Lord, you know, synchronize the time. And you said, because God loves her. And then you said, well, God loves me too. And you said, you just have to open yourself up to realize that more. And the statement that came to me when you said that was, God is not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of faith. And so when you said, I need to open myself up to realize it more, that is cultivating your faith where the love of God is concerned. Because again, Hebrews 6, he that comes to him must believe that he is, that he is God who loves me, that he is God who wants to bless me, that he is, when you believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him, then you position yourself to receive um, from him. So that's a blessing. That's a blessing. I'm so happy that you're growing in the real-time awareness of God's love for you. Thank you, Lord. That's so beautiful. Amen. Amen. And so the reason I shared all of that and the reason I've invited Discipleship Way in to share with us is because Apostle True and I can sit and we can teach you, we can preach to you, and um, you might be feeling like I'm trying to get it or it's working, but, it, but not as much as it should be working. And you start to feel guilty or, you, you know, 
I'm so grateful for uh, Sister Shalom, Sister Charmaine, Brother Evans, because they are letting us see what they walk through. They don't get it all on the first time. It's a progressive thing. And you hear Sister Shalom saying, you know, just the revelation that God loves me. She says she resists it at times. And as basic as that teaching is, right? When we're children, we hear the song, Jesus loves me, this mm -hmm. I know. But there's still things that we resist and it keeps us from receiving from God. And so um, I, I, the, I'm telling you the reason I played that whole video. So you could see how she applied tasting, how she applied becoming acclimated to the new wine. And I just love how she broke it down. You know, we had a no thank you portion, two spoonfuls or two forkfuls. We couldn't not eat it. We had to eat it. But if we chose after that, that we didn't want to. You know, just the different ways she had of processing the new wine or the new. Apostle True. Amen. Amen. So um, some of the things that stood out to me, because remember, we're still talking about um, the art of receiving God's promises. And we're still talking about um, that, about eternity, how that starts now, that salvation is not the key that we receive Jesus and then we go to heaven. Eternity started the moment you said yes to Jesus. And so the process is not simply for them or her. It is for all of us, each and every one of us, because eternity has no end or beginning. We are moving, we are fluid in the progress of what God is doing because he is a progressive God. And so when she was speaking, I was able to recognize that for most of us, we get, when we first come into knowing Jesus or receiving Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we go into a mode of uh, being religious. Now, okay, Jesus did this for me. I received it because he broke me free from whatever was holding me. And now I have to show him how much I appreciate him. And I have to be self-righteous now. I have to set myself right before him. So when she said, yeah, everybody says that, you know, Jesus loves me. Yeah, yeah. But she never received that because she thought there had to be something more to it. She said she then realized that Jesus accepts her the way she is. She accepts Charmaine. Why? Because over 2,000 years ago, Jesus died for us while we were yet in sin. There's nothing that you can do. Nothing. Your good works are like filthy rags anyway. You can't do anything. Jesus shedding his blood established that. And she began to talk about having that faith and believing that. Well, can I share something with you? If we transpose the word, if we take faith, right, and we use the word confidence, and we say, you want to say i have you would like to say something like i have faith that god is going to prosper me i have faith that god is going to heal me but can we say that i am confident that the god that i serve is going to heal me 
is going to deliver me, is going to set me free, is going to, I have confidence in Jesus Christ, whom I received, who God sent and received. I have confidence when I ask him for something that he is going to do it. When you have confidence in God, when you understand the character of God, when you understand the love of God, you are confident in everything that you ask for and everything that you step into. That is what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I have confidence that the God that I cannot see, but the creator that I know with the evidence is everything that I see, the sun rises and sets every day. Because none of us did that. He is going to take care of my every need. So that new wine is really the confidence. It's taking the confidence out of myself. Yeah. Taking confidence in what I know, what I've accomplished, because I'm, I might be better than someone in, in a certain area. That does not equate to your righteousness nor how much God loves you because he is no respecter of man. But your faith and your confidence is in the God who saved you, who delivered you from darkness and brought you into his marvelous light. Amen. And so Apostle True, what we're still talking about, the art of receiving God's promises, the thread that keeps running is that we have to die to self. Mm -hmm. We have to deny ourselves mm -hmm. the old wine, the way I think the way I do, the way I feel, the way I believe. I have to let that go in favor of believing that God loves me, in favor of believing that God's word is true. And the thing is, you know, you said getting away from religion. A lot of us try to muster up that belief. I have to believe, I have to believe, I have to. You can't muster yourself up to have confidence in something. You have confidence in something because you have developed a certain relationship with that thing. Like okay. getting up and sitting down in a chair. <laughs> yes, you have plenty of experience sitting in chairs. So when it comes to sitting in this chair, you know, now if you see a chair that looks a little different than other chairs you've experienced, you might, you know, you know, those rocking chairs you sit in and you feel like you're going to rock all, all the way back, right? You see that chair goes back for the normal, you're going to question that chair because it doesn't go along with the experience you've had with other chairs that are steady. So you don't muster up the confidence to sit in that chair. You try it out first. You see how far back you can rock without falling. And then we're like, oh, okay, okay. So, it, but what it comes down to is understanding that we can't do it our way and expect it to work. We have to do it God's way. And Brother Evans explains that to us. So let us go to his video and see what he has to say. Thank you, Brother Evans. So I, the takeaway was that I have to adhere to God's plan of salvation of, uh, that he meant for me, uh, not actually trying to uh, come up with my own way of uh, doing things. And in that way, uh, things will be easy. And of course, I have seen it uh, happening. Even during this, uh, the meeting that uh, uh, we had, uh, I really want to thank God because uh, 
through listening to your teachings, I have seen results. And the results that I have seen has made me, and I can, has made me to prove uh, the realityness of God in my life and in the life of those who believe. Uh, because the Lord actually provided. In fact, this was the first meeting that I went and I had even some pocket money in my pocket. I could buy for, <laughs> for my family and also for the rest, uh, something to drink on the way. But the other previous meetings, prophetess, it was a real struggle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, we were going reaching. In fact, we were trying to borrow. In fact, over borrow, when we come back, we come with a lot of debt uh, to pay. And then on the way, we could not even have a drink, even something to eat. But this time, I really thank God because of what he did. And nowadays, I have realized, you know, when, when, you, are, when you are busy to listen to what God is saying, not to busy to doing what you want to do, but busy listening to what or <laughs> getting the revelation, the remember that God is going, giving you to go with, then that is where the, the help comes from. And therefore, I will say it again repeatedly again and again, that by listening to your teachings, I have, I'm now, you know, in, in, in peace, and I know how to receive, I know what to do uh, to receive what I want. And I know what to do, uh, even when, you know, the Holy Spirit helped me to understand which season it is and what am I going to, how am I going to apply whatever is giving me to that particular season. And I, I, the other time I was telling my brothers and sisters that, you know what, if you want God to intervene in your situation and you still have plan B, or plan C, then forget about the prayer that you are making <laughs> because <laughs> God good. just wants you to understand the patterns that he's using and remain on point A, even if things seems not working. They are just going to work at the 11th hour. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, let me just share real quick what Brother Evans was talking about. When he was talking about going to the meetings, he goes on crusades that are like seven, eight hours away from his home. And he said, and I didn't even know it, he said, this was the first crusade we went on where we didn't struggle. Uh, um, I had pocket money in my pocket to be able to buy us drinks and something to eat, not just me and my family, but others besides. This was a first for him. And he says it came from learning that he had to do things God's way. Even if it didn't look like it was working, he said, God will show up at the 11th hour. If I'm praying, but I have a plan B and a plan C, then I can just throw my prayers out the window because it's God's way. Amen. Let's just trust him in that. Apostle True? Amen. So um, when uh, Evans, Brother Evans was speaking, it 
honestly brought back to me uh, the scripture that the Lord had given to me when I was in Uganda. Um, because, and it just fits so perfectly with the new wine, receiving what God has. Because he said something so very powerful. He says, when I learn to be busy to listen mm -hmm. to God's voice and not mm -hmm. being busy to doing, I, 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 I'm, I'm paraphrasing, doing things to, you know, to get God's attention or, or whatever. But he was like, just staying busy with listening because see, we missed that key. That is a key ingredient to, um, for us to have keyless access to God. So once we get the key, then we have keyless access because we know how to enter in. We no longer, you know how you have to fumble with your keys uh, if you're in the dark or there's a very limited light. When you have keyless access, you walk up to the door. You walk, whatever it is that God is sending you, you have access because you've received the key. You received the revelation. You received the rhema word. So what am I saying? In Genesis 12, he said, you have to listen to God's word and you have to show, he said, this was the first time he was able to go to a meeting and he not only had money in his pocket, but he had money to take care of his family and others. He was not in debt. This is Genesis 12. The promise that God gave Abram before he changed his name to Abraham. And can I read, if you don't mind, I wanna read um, Genesis 12. Through one through four. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna read from the Amplify because I want to expound on it. So it says in Genesis 12, Verse one, it says, now in Haran, the Lord has said, the Lord had said to Abram, go away from your country, from your relatives and from your father's house. We're talking about that old wine. Mm -hmm. You got to come out of, uh, that doesn't mean you have to leave the country that you're in, but it does mean that you have to leave the mindsets, the traditions, the custom, some of those things you're going to have to let go of. Matter of fact, you're going to have to let all of it go. Amen. If it's hindering what God wants to do. And so he tells, he tells Abram, he says, go away from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land, which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. And I will make your name great, exalted, distinguished, and you shall be a blessing, a source of great good to others and i will bless do good for and benefit those who bless you and i will curse that is subject to my wrath and judgment the one who curses and despises you and in all and in you all the families nations of the earth will be blessed verse four this is it so abram departed in faithful obedience and confident obedience as the Lord had directed him in confident obedience. He left everything that he knew 
everything. That's really the gist of what uh, Brother Evans said. He said, when I started these teachings, it changed my life. Where I was going and borrowing money and being over borrowing and being in debt, I finally had money in my pocket. Who did God bless? God blessed him. And then when God blessed him, what did he do? He blessed others, his, his family and then others. He's making his name great. He's being a blessing to others. You cannot continue to have the same mindset. You have to know the character of God. You have to know the voice of God and you have Amen. to obey the voice of God. Amen. To receive all that God has for you, you have to have confidence that he is leading you on the path of your destiny and he's not taking you to a dead end road. He's not doing it. And one other thing, as we see Abram move forward, chapters 13 and 14, we find in chapters 13 that he runs into these kings and he gets into a fight and he defeats them. But there is a portion there where it tells us that he met the king, a king there, King Melchizedek. And that king blessed him. And Abram received the blessing from him. He received the blessing from him. God is saying, receive the blessing from me. And not receive, because he didn't receive it from the king of Sodom. He did not receive it from anyone else, but he received it from him. And I'm not saying that we, God is not going to use people to bless you and come into your life. What I'm saying to you is that you have to have an ear for God and you have to be obedient to what he's saying. And it may look strange to other people and may be contrary to the traditions and the things that people know and practice. But when you are confident that you hear God, be obedient and step out. Amen. Amen. And I want to center on what you said. God wants you to receive from him. He will use other people to bless you, but he wants you to receive from him. God is a big God mm. and he does things big. He might speak in that still small voice, but he does things big don't we celebrate him for the big powerful god he is the mighty what a mighty yes. god we serve right so when we talk about receiving from him this goes back to lord i receive on the same level you yes. desire to bless so that means if in my old country i've got this barely getting by way of thinking but i want to receive on the same level God desires to bless, the more than enough. I've got to leave this country. I've got to make that choice to leave this country and to go where he's leading me. And the way we started out, we, God's Love Song Ministries, and particularly me, God started this revelation. He gave me the revelation. My prayer for me became, Lord, I desire to receive 
on the same level you desire to bless. That was me leaving the old country. I had to leave my old desires alone and take on his desire. So I'm used to receiving on this level, but Lord, I want to receive on the same level you want to bless me. So I had to spend some time with that. And when I say spend some time, I spent several months on that. I desire to receive. I desire to receive. And as I allowed Holy Spirit to continue ministering that to me, one day the prayer came out, Lord, I receive on the same <laughs> level. I moved from desiring to do it to actually doing it. Now, I feel the anointing on this right here. Somebody grab hold. Hallelujah. I went from desiring to do it to doing it. What happened? I first gave God my will. I desire to do it. I want to do it. And God began to ministering it to me, ministering. God began ministering it to me until it happened. I received. Now it's a faith statement right? And faith is coming by hearing, hearing by his word, his rainbow word that he's speaking to me. And now I'm going through lots of the processes that you hear uh, Brother Evans speaking about and Sister Shalom speaking about, and areas are opening up in me to receive on the same level. Did I go from zero to here? No. And my, I'm going to be like Andrew Womack. I may not have arrived, but I've left. <laughs> I'm Amen. on my way. All right. So um, as I began to meditate this and as God began moving in my life, I began to minister it to um, God's Love Song Ministries. I began to minister it to Discipleship Way, and they began meditating it. They began praying it. And so I asked them um, recently, maybe a couple of months ago, what has this confession done for you? So I want to share this video with you. Lord, I receive on the same level that you desire to bless. What has this confession or revelation done for you? Um, I would say that now I have more of an expectation to get answers to my prayer because I'm praying from the perspective of knowing um, that God has given me promises, including answering my prayers. Ask and I shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open to you. So I have more of an expectation. It's not like, well, yeah, it says that and maybe it'll happen. Now I have more of an expectation and I pray more from that perspective. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, that's awesome. It's not like you're fighting against the air now. You're expecting to land your punches. I pray and I get an answer. And you testified earlier, I see the results of my prayer. <laughs> Praise, Praise God. God. To me, it has come uh, to bring manifestation because the revelation that I got is what you confess is what you receive. So it has not actually, it, has, it is not just a matter of that it's just a tag, you know. Uh, it is very, very effective. Because last time, like we said, uh, when we confess or when we utter the words, uh, we have got the power 
you know, I came to realize that uh, if it has reached a time, we have to understand the Bible, uh, the way it says we have got the power to even create things that are not there to become that they are there. I don't know if I have said this right, but uh, so whenever I have been confessing these words, I receive on the same level that God desires to bless and uh, influence others to do the same. So that, that has become a portion of my life. Because if I confess it, it means I believe it. You cannot actually, if you just confess it for the sake and you don't believe it, then it cannot actually be effective. And being effective, it means it cannot produce then the results. But I have seen this producing the results. Therefore, it has very, it, I can say that it is very effective. Those words, they are not just words, but they are life. They are creating, it is power. Just like God said, let there be. Um, the impact it left on me is in uh, 2911. So, for I, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. I think what I'm saying is that what I'm seeing is when you know, if I can receive all God has for me, it's because he has, a, he has a plan for my life. And I was not born to know a plan of my own making. He's my creator. He's my God. And so he, he had me come here because he had a plan. Praise God. Praise God. So. Hallelujah. You have a creator. He created you. And he created the plan that goes with you. <laughs> you ever buy a phone yes. and it comes with a plan? <laughs> when God created you. He created the plan that comes with you. Oh, my goodness. And so that reminds me of the name we have for God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Yira. And we say it means God, my provider, and it does. But if you study it out, you'll find that it means God who sees and provides. He sees what you're going to need and provides it so that it's already there when you get there. Yeah. So from before the foundation of the world, when God created you, when he knit you together in your mother's belly, he also knit everything into you that you would ever need to walk out the abundant life that he has for you. Amen. And so when we're receiving from God, we need to understand that we're not receiving from the outside. We're receiving from the inside. Luke 17, 21 says, the kingdom of God is in you. The Hallelujah. kingdom of God has all the provision that we need. And yes. so, amen. And so when we understand that God is our creator and that he has plans for us, 
and that he created everything you need to fulfill that plan, doesn't that just take the pressure off? We don't have to depend on ourselves. We don't yes. have to depend on the government. We don't have to depend on a job. We don't have to depend on anything from the outside because it's all inside. And then as we do it God's way, right? We manifest those things from the inside to the outside. It might manifest as a job. It might manifest as a vehicle. It might manifest as whatever it is you're believing God for. And if you're doing it right, it will manifest as whatever you are believing God for. But in order to receive on that level, we have to do what Shalom says. Understand he is our creator. He created the plan. He has the plan and he knows the plan. And then, as Brother Evans said, we need to do it his way. When we do it his way, it comes out and we have everything we need, but not just enough for us, enough to be a blessing to others. So if we're just receiving to pay my bills, receiving to put food on my table, receiving to take care of my family, and Lord, just if you just give me enough to do this, that I'll be satisfied. That is one of the most unholiest things ever. And I think I used terrible grammar there. But it's very unholy. God didn't create us to just have enough to bless ourselves, to be a blessing to ourselves. He created us to be a blessing to others. And so when we think we're doing God a favor, by receiving just enough, Lord. I don't want to ask for too much, Lord, if it's not too much trouble. Lord, I humbly, I come humbly before you to ask you just, that is so not in line with his will, so not in line with his plan for you. And it grieves him. The Bible says, magnify the Lord, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Well, we are New Testament Christians, which makes us more than his servants. We are his servants, but even more, we're his children. And if he wants his servants to be prosperous, just imagine what he wants for his children. He has pleasure in our prosperity. It overjoys him when we are prosperous, spirit, soul, and body. Amen. 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 All right. So another scripture. Came. <laughs> yeah, I saw you writing. I was like, you go for it. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because uh, so again, right. Um, we have to recognize uh, Brother Evans said something so powerful. He said, um, he said, you can it does your the words that you speak are ineffective if they if you don't have faith in them confidence right mm -hmm. it's of no effect it will not produce anything mm -hmm. he says you have to believe what you are saying and understand that the very words that you are speaking are going to produce 
you will begin to see the evidence of what that is. It cannot be a tagline. It cannot be, you know, every time someone asks you how you doing, oh, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm too blessed to be stressed. That's a tagline. When you're walking around stressed and your heart is about to bust in your chest. <laughs> and so, because you have not received that. And so the Lord reminded me of two scriptures, but I'm going to, I want to kind of focus in on uh, Matthew 15. Do you have your Amplified Bible or what Bible do you have? King James and Amplified Classic. Amplified Classic. Can you read Matthew? I just want you to read Matthew 15 verses 1 through 3. All right. Please. Sure. Matthew chapter 15, verses 1 through 3 in the Amplified Classic. Then from Jerusalem came scribes and Pharisees and said, Why do your disciples transgress and violate the rules handed down by the elders of the past? For they do not practice ceremonially washing their hands before they eat. He replied to them, And why also do you transgress and violate the commandment of God for the sake of the rules handed down to you by your forefathers, the elders? Can you read 8 through 10? Verse 8. These people draw near me with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but their hearts hold off and are far away from me. Uselessly, uselessly do they worship me. For they teach as doctrines and commands of men. And Jesus called the people to him and said to them, Listen and grasp and comprehend this. Because he's trying, and this is what I said earlier. That wineskin has to, that, that's important. That's your heart. Because the issues of life flow from them. Read verse 19 for me, please. Verse 19, for out of the heart come evil thoughts, reasonings and disputings and designs, such as murder, adultery, sexual vice, theft, false witnessing, slander, and irreverent speech. Verse 20, these are what make a man unclean and defile him, but eating with unwashed hands does not make him unclean or defile him. Absolutely. I gave the example about the bottle. If the bottle is not clean, mm -hmm. whatever was left in it will contaminate. As you begin to take in the new wine, as you begin to take in the word of God, God says, listen and understand. Listen. You cannot honor me with just your lips running and saying every, anything that, um, that's a catchphrase. You have to know that in your heart. You have to know that you know that you know that God is real and he is a rewarder of those who believe in him and trust him. From the very beginning, God has given us rewards. He's given us a wage. If you check the beginning in Genesis, when he spoke to Adam and Eve and told him to have dominion, he said he could eat from any tree. He gave him everything. The issues of our heart, when we start believing God, one of the key words that uh, Prophetess Free read, she said reasonings. 
in that verse it said reasonings when you are reasoning just like brother evan said if you have a plan a a b and c that's reasoning those are the the issues in our heart this is what we want to do but god says if you believe, if you listen to what I'm saying to you and receive what I'm saying, then the issues of your heart will begin to change. And then if you continue to read this scripture, what does Jesus do? It says after that, he leaves and he goes and he heals. Anytime you see Jesus teaching after he finishes and finished talking to the Pharisees, he goes out and heals. He goes and blesses. He goes and demonstrates the kingdom of heaven the graceful and merciful and abundant giving of God. God wants to give you everything that you need, but you have got to open yourself up. You have to literally die to self. You have to say, Lord, I trust you, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it feels really, really, difficult for me because everyone that is around me is criticizing me and telling me I should do it this way because this is the results that they have seen or this is because that you should do it this way because this is how it ought to be done this is the correct and proper way but if God is speaking to you and he's telling you to do it and he's trying to he's telling you how to do it then you have to believe him and you have to hold on to that word Matthew 13 which is key scripture. If you don't get Matthew 13, if you don't get Matthew 13 uh, verses um, about the um, about the seed, the teaching parable and the explanation about the seed, if you don't get that, you will, and that's what Brother Evan was talking about. He said, when I hold on to it, when you, you will see the evidence, the 30, the 60, the 100%, return on that word that God has given you. God's word always produces. It just needs to find a place to inhabit. Amen. Amen. And that inhabiting part, that's where we see that come through really strong with um, the example from Sister Shalom and Sister Charmaine. Okay, so let's start with Sister Charmaine. She says, I now have greater expectation." that God will answer my prayers. She said, it's no longer, oh, I hope he'll answer. She says, no, the word says, ask and it shall be given unto mm -hmm. you. Seek and you shall find. That scripture has been there forever. And it's a familiar <laughs> scripture. But now that light is coming in. Yes. And she's getting the revelation of it and starting to walk in the light in it. And now she's seeing more consistent answers to her prayers. Amen. What did that take? It takes what Apostle True was talking about. It's letting go. It's leaving the old country. It's letting go of our own thoughts. It's the new wineskin. And really, you know, Apostle True is saying we have to have faith. We have to believe. We have to have confidence. But God is so loving. He's not demanding us to have confidence. He says, here's my word. Get to know me. Faith that you need to receive from me comes by hearing. Hearing comes by my word. I give you everything that you need to be able to receive from me. But 
excuse me, you need to do your due diligence and you need to sit down and develop this relationship Amen. with me so you can hear me when I'm talking to you. And then when I say something that's different than what you have believed, when I say something mm. that's different than what you have known, then you need to make the willing choice to let that go and receive what I'm giving you. That's how you'll get the faith that I have for you. That's how you'll get the faith, the confidence to believe me for what I say. And so um, we see that working in Sister Shalom. And she says, you know, God has a plan. I didn't come to this earth having a plan. But now I'm learning that God has a plan. You know, she's been on this journey of receiving greater revelation of God's love for her. And she's walking in the light of that. I'm so blessed she has come so far and that she would even share this with us. It's such a treasure. But along with, she's finding out that part of God's love package to her is the plan that he has for her. And so she's letting go of that, um, that, the, that those thoughts of self-preservation. She's letting go of those thoughts of, I have to endure and prove to God that I'm a Christian. She's letting go of all of that as she lets the light of the word come in, as she's choosing to let go of those old thoughts, as challenging as it may be, and receive, hey, it says right here, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. I know the plans that I have towards you. So the words are coming alive off of the page. And that happens as you spend time with God, as you grow in relationship with God, and you build confidence in what he says. Then we can get to what Apostle True was talking about, that we're seeing with Brother Evans. We're seeing the results. We're seeing results in all of them, okay? But he's saying, I didn't have anything in my pocket, couldn't eat, couldn't drink, mm. couldn't get anything from me, my family, myself. Uh, let alone anybody else. Yeah, when we would go on these crusades, we would borrow and even overborrow, meaning overextend ourselves, and then come back to great debt. Not so. Not so, because I'm learning that if I confess something, that means I believe it. He has gone through the steps. And I'm not saying he's arrived, so don't take it that way. But where this is concerned, he's gone through the steps of... I'm going to use the word, meditating that word, spending time with that word, allowing that word to renew his mind. As a matter of fact, Apostle True, I know we're getting close to time, but I have a short video, one more that I want to play from Shalom. May I Go do right that? ahead. Okay, give me just one moment to set that one up, okay? Um, so but this, go ahead. really, really quick, um, you said something as well, that God starts from the inside out again that has to do with your heart it doesn't have to do with your organs <laughs> it, it doesn't have anything to do with your bladder and your kidney it has to do with your heart because the issues of life flow from your heart your reasoning start from your heart and so everything that god does he starts from here amen are we ready mm -hmm. okay yeah, the other thing is, is the other thing is, is that um, God, uh, Jesus gave us His mind. We have the mind of Christ, yes. and the wisdom of God is being formed in us now. And so, if we have those things, then we have 
you know, ways into the plan. It's not, it's not hidden from us, it's hidden for us. And by accessing the mind of Christ, I'm partly in that place of, I choose to receive because Jesus received all that God had for him. And so I'm partway to that place if I receive his mind. And, you know, uh, what I'm thinking that Brother Evan said, and what, I, what I'm going to say is, um, you know, I, I can't do it my way. So it needs new thought. Well, where do I get new thought? From the mind of Christ and the wisdom of God. And that'll preach. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That will preach. Okay. Where do we get new thought from the mind of Christ, also provided in, in and through God's word? Amen. Amen. And again, let me remind you, your mind is not here. Your mind is here. And once you have the mind of Christ, she said, the key is having the mind and wisdom of God. That's keyless access. Now that'll preach. Amen. You have access into those hidden things, those things that were locked away. I don't know how to do this. I don't need to reason. I'm just going to enter in. And I'm going to listen to what God is saying. And he's going to confirm it through his word. And I am going to continue to confess and believe it until I see it. Amen. I want to bring something to your attention as well. Um, both Brother Evans and uh, Sister Sh uh, Shalom, uh, if you haven't noticed their age and from where they have come from, uh, different countries, it doesn't matter who you are. Amen. Does it matter your education? Does it matter from what type of family that you come from? Or what kind of family you didn't have? It doesn't matter. None of that matters. It's an even playing field. I just want to point out, Sister Charmaine is from Jamaica. So we've mm. got Africa, America, and Jamaica represented. Mm -hmm. Okay. You see, so God wants to bring revelation. And as I, this is the term that I use. We find the character of God in the Bible. The character. See, that's how you become familiar with who God is. And when things start, when God gives you um something to do that is totally out of your comfort level you recognize this is god speaking you may get confirmation because counsel is always good but you have got to know that god is not predictable the one thing is he is he is not is predictable he will not continue to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again that's not him. As a matter of fact, as soon as you get used to it, oh, he'll change it up. Absolutely. the last place God wants us is in a comfort zone. Absolutely. He loves shaking things up. 
So listen, these were some awesome testimonies. These, the, the people that you've seen, these videos that you've just witnessed is really the key to what we have been speaking to you about, the art of receiving God's promises. And we so desire that not only that you receive God's promises, but that you, if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that you do that as well. We don't want you to leave here not knowing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We don't want you to leave here this morning, this evening, without receiving the new wine. We want you to be emptied of all of that old stuff. We want to ask God to give you a new wine skin and that he would start to pour into you the new wine. We want to ask God that he would take you out of that place of tradition and religion and that he would bring you into a living relationship with him. That he would place you right where you need to be. And it's not too late. It doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are. It doesn't matter where you're, where you're at in your life. It doesn't matter. You can start right now. All you have to do is open up your mouth and ask Jesus into your life. That's all you have to do. Simple as that. You just have to say, Lord, come into my life. Amen. I need you to change my heart. I need to stop yes, reasoning. I need to stop coming up with the plan B, C, D, E, and F when I ask you for something, but I don't believe that you're going to come through the way I want to or in time. And so I have a backup plan. I want to trust you because you have my life in your hands. I want to understand that scripture that says that I know the thoughts that I have for you. Thank you, Lord. I want to live that out, Father God. I don't want to be in this barren place anymore. I don't want to be in the wilderness anymore. I want to be in the land of abundance, the land of milk and honey. Hallelujah. So I'm asking you, if you just, if I don't know who I'm speaking to, I don't know what you're going through, but I can declare right now, if you are going through situations and you don't know how to get out and you don't know how to find your way out, I can guarantee that if you call on the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. that he will bring you out. And all you have to do is be sincere, what? In your heart and in your mind, right right here, right here. And open up your mouth and say, Jesus, come into my life. Come into my life. I want to know the thoughts that you have for me. I want to know the thoughts that you have for me. I want to be confident in the word of God. I want to be confident in the word of God. I want to live my life I want to live my life on purpose, on purpose. I want to live my life. I want to live my life in fulfillment of your desire, in fulfillment of your desire. Hallelujah. Every desire that you have for me, every desire that you have for me, I want to perceive in its fullness. I want to receive in its fullness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For receiving me. 
for receiving me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> for blessing me. For blessing me. Hallelujah. That's Hallelujah. all it takes. Thank you, Lord. It's done. It is done. It is finished. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have stepped into eternity. Now you can receive the promises of God. Hallelujah. On every level. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I, I need you to know that that's not the end of it because God wants to fill you with his spirit. God wants to fill you. He wants to cross you over. He wants to cross the threshold into your life. He wants to enter in and have a place, abide in you. With the evidence of speaking in tongues, he wants the presence of the Holy Spirit to be there so that you have your private language, that you would be able to speak to him when you don't know the words. And so, Father God, I'm going to ask that you would bless each and every one who sincerely prayed that prayer that the Holy Spirit would come down like fires, tongues of fire upon each and every one of them with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And all you have to do is begin to open your mouth right now. If you are asking the Lord to fill you, all you need to do is open up your mouth and begin to speak that prayer. Open up your mouth and that prayer language begin to come forth. Open up just by faith the confidence that you have received Jesus and that he is willing to bless you and that he wants to. That's it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be filled. And on fire for God. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for bringing your children into the kingdom and blessing and sealing them with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on today, Father God. We give you praise and glory and honor, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that because you have been lifted up, that you are drawing all men unto you. We thank you, Father God, that your presence is here with us, that your presence is with those, Father God, watching this broadcast. We thank you, Father God, for the opportunity, Father God, to build the kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. We thank you, Lord. Now, we just ask that you would cover each and every person who has been filled and, and now has the spirit of the baptism of the Holy Spirit who has been who's had, who has given their lives to you, Father God. And now, Father God, you have redeemed them. They are children of light. They are no longer children of darkness. They are children of righteousness. They are no longer walking in condemnation in the name of Jesus. The Lord has come to give them freedom to live for you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we worship and praise you. Now for all of you who said that prayer and was sincere and have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, please let us know so that we can pray with you, continue to pray with you. And if you are in need of a Bible-believing church that believes 
in the fivefold ministry, believes in speaking in tongues, healings, deliverance, casting out. You need a Bible-believing church that walks in the fulfillment of that, of the word of God. Then go ahead, reach out to us. We don't mind mentoring you. We don't mind helping you find a church home where you're at, whatever it is that you need. And if you need to begin to get into the word and to believe it and hold on to it, and you need that teachings, remember, uh, Prophet is Free has already set up an opportunity for you to do that after this Facebook Live. Remember, after this Facebook Live, there is a taste and see session. The American chapter is on Friday. Yes. On Fridays. After the third Saturday, right? And the right. Kenya chapter is on Wednesdays at 4.30 p.m. Um, East Africa time. East Africa time. Yes. So you would have to have looked at our Facebook Live Eternity Chat and then come to be a part of that uh, Discipleship Way Taste and See session. Amen. Listen, we love you. We love you with the love of Amen. Christ. And we thank you for always tuning in and being a part of what God is doing. We thank you. Shalom, Shomain, Brother Evans, we thank you for your testimony Amen. of what God is doing in your life. Amen. We thank Amen. you that Amen. you have honored Prophetess Free and you have allowed God to use her to help you thank get you, to that next level. You've received Thank you, her. Thank you, Lord. God is not going to forget that because you received who he sent. Amen. Amen. That's huge. Amen. And so that's why we thank you every time we come on for receiving us. Amen. Because when you receive us, you receive Christ. You receive the Father because Amen. he's the one who sent us. Amen. All right. So I'm just going to thank you once again for being a part of us, uh, our uh, Facebook Live Eternity Chats, uh, part two. Hallelujah. The Amen. art of receiving God's promises. Please reach out to us and let us know what God is doing in your life because of this Facebook Live. We love Amen. you and we bless you. Amen. And I'm so excited for each of you who gave your lives to Christ today. So tomorrow, when we're celebrating Resurrection Day, you're gonna know a heap more of what all the hype is about. <laughs> I believe that God is gonna touch you in such a special way, hallelujah, that you're gonna say, he did it for me. If he didn't do it for anybody else, he did it for me. And now, not only do I know more of all that he's given for me, but now I'm in a position to mm. receive all that he has for me. Oh, mm. your life is just beginning. Hallelujah. <laughs> Eternity just turned in the right direction for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Stick with it. Stay with it. We are praying for you in Jesus' name. All right. That is the end of our session together. But we will see you again next month, the third Saturday. And until then, the Lord bless and keep you. We love you. Thank Bye. You. Shalom.